Hello, you're listening to Chai Across Generations, a podcast about building connection within the South Asian community and bridging the gap between generations. This is Nikhil. And this is Shankar. We all know that there are lots of topics that are hard to discuss or off the table between generations. We want to change that. We could be so much stronger if we open up the dialogue and better understand one another. So Nikhil and I, as friends a generation apart, will discuss a different topic each week over a cup of chai to explore just how much we all have in common and better understand our differences. We believe that many of these topics will resonate beyond the South Asian community and we welcome listeners of all backgrounds. We recognize that others in our generation may have different perspectives and we hope this will spark interesting discussions. So let's dive in. In our very first episode today, we're going to introduce ourselves and share our vision for the podcast. Shankar, why don't you get us started? Surely, Nikhil. So to kind of trace uh, my path, I was born in India, in uh, the south of India, state of Tamil Nadu, and I moved to Delhi at a pretty young age. I think I was about 10 years old, and I went through most of my middle and high school in Delhi. And then I went on to do my undergraduate in Bombay. So I spent about first 18 to 19 years of my life in India. And then I came over to the U.S. for higher studies. So I uh, did my master's and got my Ph.D. And since then, of course, I've been continuously in the U.S. um, living and working here. So that's um, kind of my my path is imbued by both having been um, in India, deep relationship with Indian culture, and then, of course, living a larger part of my life now uh, in the U.S. So. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, so I was born in India, also in Tamil Nadu. Um, and then at a young age, at the age of two, uh, my family moved to Ireland for a year. So not very long. And then we moved to the U.S. So I've spent most of my time in the U.S. I'm now 30 years old. Um, and I have grown up as an Indian American. I am kind of trying to make sense of what that means, I guess. Maybe I think a lot of us in my generation are. Um, but I, as a kid, we would go back to India every couple of years uh, to see family. And I grew up watching, you know, some Tamil movies and listening to music. So that was a part of my life, you know, eating a lot of Indian food. Um, but that was kind of part of the influence that it had on me. And I find myself just coming to a different understanding of my culture or wanting to explore a different understanding of my culture these days, uh, which is why I'm kind of excited about what we're doing here. Great. That's really interesting. And I should add, I'm 55, so we're about a generation apart, I'd say. Yes. And I'm I'm so uh, glad you talked about uh, music because I think the kind of discovery that Indian Americans uh, who have grown up here for the most part, um, the sort of uh, novelty and discovery that they have of Um, Indian culture is in reverse kind of what I had when I came to the US. So for me, a lot of the music that I listen to now is blues, jazz, soul, funk. So it was learning about that. And that was new for me coming here. So pretty cool. There's kind of a mirror thing there. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I did also want to chat with you about, you know, why now? Why is this the right time for us to, to do something like this? It just feels right, Nikhil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it's a good question. Um, And 
I guess, you know, we know each other uh, somewhat recently, but so well that it just feels right. But I, uh, you know, I, I think it's a legitimate question. Um, as I was talking, my uh, I have a daughter and she's just turned 19. And um, I kind of feel that I've seen, you know, her growth uh, through all those stages of life. And she's a full adult now. And I think it gives me a certain perspective. And of course, I have uh, friends in the Indian community here. And we talk about our relationship with our children and the next generation. And my mother now is also, you know, she's 84. And I can see my relationship with her also changing over the years. So in that sense, um, I do feel it's a, it's a great time to talk about it. And of course, meeting you, um, very special person uh, in your age group, with whom I connected so instantly, your enthusiasm, your uh, just zest and uh, frankness, transparency, I think that makes a big difference. I think it's not easy to just have these conversations with anyone and everyone. But it definitely gives me a lot of hope that it's possible with a lot more people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's so cool that you're the sandwich generation. You have your <laughs> your mom on one side and your daughter on the other. Um, I think somewhat similarly, I'm at a point where I, I guess my, how much I've leaned into the Indian side of me has shifted over the years, kind of waxes and wanes. And I'm in a phase where it is rising. Um, last year I went back to India for my cousin's wedding, which was an incredible experience. First time I'd been back since COVID, of course. And something just ignited, I guess, within me. I came back wanting to re-engage, start making chai again, um, listen to music, watch the movies, get better at speaking Tamil, um, which are all things that I've been doing. And that's, of course, I met you a few months ago, kind of in the midst of a lot of that. And I would echo a lot of what you said about um, the connection that we have and the ability to have these conversations. Um, Why I'm excited to do this with you is because you are an incredibly open-minded person. Um, One of the first things we talked about I don't know if you remember this, but one of the first things we talked about was um, I was telling you that I had started working out. So I've recently started going to the gym and lifting weights, and that's very new for me. And you were supportive, and you were excited. And you said, I think it's so cool that your generation is doing things differently. You know, right. go go do that. Right. Frankly, it's not the same answer I've heard from others when I've told them about this in uh, who are older than me. So it just was really inspiring to hear that from you. And I felt like, oh, this is someone I could have a ton of really good conversations with. So that was a bit of the genesis in my mind of, you know, kind of this partnership coming together for this podcast. Wonderful. Yeah, I have to say that um, as a professor, so, you know, I, I meet a lot of young people and one of the the real joys of the profession is that, Every year, I get to see young people, new perspectives, young minds, and I, that really refreshes and rejuvenates me a lot. And I am quite connected to the younger Indian community in my own town um, through a variety of things. We talk about, you know, yoga and um, Indian heritage in different ways, right? So that's I'm fortunate that I feel quite connected. And, I think with you, it was um, more refreshing because, again, this was someone who's spent a larger part of their time in the U.S. and still there was that connection. So I think 
having that breadth of different perspectives um, is very enriching, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, we have had conversations where I've asked you, hey, why why do we do this in this way? And your experience growing up in India, you've been able to say, hey, this is this is the thinking behind it. Whether whether you agree with it or not, you at least have right. knowledge there that I have learned from and I think our audience can kind of learn from too. Um, so I totally agree with you in terms of we spent the majority of our lives in two different places with ties to the other one. So uh, it's kind of interesting to see the connections between those two. Great. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we talked a little bit about, you know, why we want to do this together. Um, I guess what I want to ask you next is what do we hope to achieve with this podcast? Ah. So I think this intergenerational conversation is really important. Um, why do I say that? I think my relationship with my parents um, is something that I value a lot. My father's no more, but uh, I still value that connection of all that we've learned um, from our parents, but also the limitations that we see. And I think that's it's important to talk about that, frankly. Um, growing up in India, and I think this is true in many different cultures, there is a tendency to divinize the parents. And, you know, in in, uh, in Sanskrit, you'd say Matra Devo Bhava in the scriptures. And I get the intent of that. But at the same time, I think we're human. And I think we can be more forgiving and compassionate towards our parents themselves and towards our children if we just acknowledge that simple human nature that you know we are all subject to some foibles and frailties and um, being able to see that I think and I, and I think we see it most starkly when we look across those two generations and we're able to talk to people and, and, and be honest and transparent about it so I think that's to me a big part of that yeah yeah this idea of better understanding other generations other perspectives kind of resonates with what you you were saying um for me i want to create a bit of a sense of community here Mm -hmm. um increasingly over the past year i've had conversations with friends around issues not issues but situations they've been in that are you know kind of unique to indian americans or characteristic of the indian american experience and so many times i've heard i don't know who i can talk to about this or is it just me? And I'm hoping through this, these conversations, we can share a little bit of, it's not just you. You know, this happens. These A lot of us are having similar thoughts or discussions or facing similar situations. And we can learn from one another across generations. Um, so that is a big kind of appeal to me. The other thing that I've been thinking about is this idea of courage and grace. Um having the courage to have these conversations and to open to be open and i think this will change how i interact with my own parents and my family but i'm trying to deepen my relationship with my parents i i'm by no means perfect in that i have a long ways to go um but having the courage to try that on this podcast with my parents with other elders and the grace to accept when we fall short a bit right when um we're not we don't show up as the people we want to be or 
don't extend that compassion in the way we want to be. Uh, so I'm hoping we can mirror that or bring that out in one another, the courage and grace to be here. And, you know, hopefully I'm hoping that resonates with, with some of our listeners as well uh, as they think about some of this in their own worlds. I love it. Can I riff a little bit off both points you're trying to make there? Absolutely. So the first thing uh, about that commonality, right? So sometimes when I think of life, I think of my grandparents' generation and they didn't travel very far, right? They probably, their whole social interaction was maybe confined to a hundred miles radius. And then it expanded in my parents' generation. We lived all over India. And now, you know, my generation has come to, you know, beyond the continents. And, you know, your generation is seeing technology at such an accelerating pace. You're meeting so many different people. Um, Our social fabric is changing in dramatic ways. And I think we're not always sensitive to that and how that's, you know, really impacting our connection. Now, I feel there's something of value that is constant and timeless that we do all share, right? But there's also a lot of things that are changing. And I think being able to see that and being able to probably successfully um, gain energy from both the timeless wisdom and, like you said, the grace to adapt to changing circumstances. So I, I, I think that's the first point that that sparks in my mind. The second point you made is so true. <clears throat> about courage and grace. Um, I think the older that we grow, um, if we can be more humble and and realize that, you know, I'm wrong many times, maybe too many times that I care to admit, that's okay. That doesn't make me a cruel or evil or imperfect person. It's all right. It's It's part of being human. And I think being able to actually communicate that to the younger generation is very powerful because you actually make friends, you become really close and they start to trust you and they start to respect you because of that. It's earned, it's not because I'm older than you. I think that's an important thing that I wish I had when I was growing up and I'm really happy if I can communicate that to the next generation. Um, There's a lot to learn from younger people And there's a lot that we have to share also. But the only way we're going to do that is in an atmosphere of mutual respect. It's not going to happen if it's just top down. That's my feeling. Wow. That's so powerful. I, this is one of the reasons I love talking to you. There's the ability for you to say, I am wrong sometimes and I have much to learn (laughs) is so inspiring to hear. Um, And that is definitely true of me as well. Um, and, but, you know, I, I wonder sometimes if my parents and people in my parents' generation in general, if there's that pressure to, to know, right? Like your kids are looking to you for X or Y. And so you feel like you have to know you, maybe you don't feel like you can show that vulnerability or say, look, I don't know, actually. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're modeling that I think is really inspiring. Um, and it's something that I think I can learn and uh, something I want to keep in mind is, you know, I guess when you're younger, you, you tend to feel like you, you know it all, right? Like I've had phases in my life where that's, I felt that way. I'm, there's still a version of that that's in me. Um, but hearing you say that, it's like, well, you know, I, I believe I, I know less than you or I've had less lived experience than you. Um, so it 
promotes this atmosphere of kind of humility to say, I do know certain things at this age, yes. um, but I have so much to learn from you and others. Um, and it's like they say, right? Two heads are better than one. Um, <laughs> so why tackle some of these things alone when we can maybe do it together and with this community? That's, I think that makes a lot of sense. And believe me, I've been there when you said, I thought I knew it all. <laughs> I've been there a long time. So I'm, I'm glad you shared that. And it's, it resonates. We, we've all been through that. And I think uh, the more we're able to just see it and be honest about it. Yeah. It, it's powerful. Yeah. The other thing I'll add about you know, our hope for my hope for this podcast is I hope it's a bit of an active community or channel um, in the sense that to the extent that our listeners want to, I would love to hear from them in terms of, hey, what resonated with you? What what would you like us to talk about next? What is your perspective on this? Because, you know, we are two people with two perspectives that cannot, you know, capture entire generations. And I, I think we have a lot to learn from our listeners. Um, so if they're willing to share them in whatever form they find comfortable, uh, I'm very eager to to hear those and to uh, to bring those in into the discussion. So so that wraps up our discussion for today. We hope you enjoyed listening, and we'd love to hear from you. You can email us with comments, questions, or discussion topics you'd like to hear more about at chaiacrossgenerations at gmail.com. We'll be back next time with another discussion around a cup of chai. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Our intro music, Father and Son, was played by our very own Shankar. He's very talented, as I'm sure you all have seen over the last you know, little bit of this discussion. But what you may not know is that his talents include generating multi-billion dollar ideas that his daughter pointedly ignores. Thanks, Nikhil. They are really good ideas, you know. Anyway, see you all next time.